Hi, and welcome back to Turning the Page with Bill Turner. And I'm Selena Gomez. An arrest has been made in the carjacking that happened on Bunker Hill earlier today. The man apprehended was Hector Martinez, a 33-year-old Mexican immigrant who was in the United States illegally. Authorities are looking into possible ties to white supre supremacy and getting him amnesty. Wait, what? Thank you, Bill. Today, a 45-year-old Korean man was beaten severely by a pair of teens while jogging through Angel Park. The teens, likely white supremacists, have been identified as Lamarcus Washington of Franklin Heights and Lil Starburst from SoundCloud. They were taken into custody and immediately released on zero dollars bail. How is that white supremacy? Bill, we're not here to ask questions, we're journalists. Now here's some weather with Buck Wild. I hope you're bringing us some good news here, Buck. Wish I could, Selena but we are under a tornado watch in effect until 10 p.m. For those of you that don't already know, a tornado is a narrow, violently rotating column of air that emanates from the deeply embedded systematic racism of our country. The funnel is made up of water droplets, dust, and seething white rage. If you're in the path of this storm, we advise that you take shelter immediately, unless you're outside fighting racial injustice. In that case, you should be just fine. Welcome back to Normal Worlds. Yeah. I am your host, Dave Landau, joined by my co-host... Quarter Black Garrett. That's me. That's your boy. That's right. And I'm also uh, very happy to have on my friend who also just wrote the book, a uh, The White Pill. <laughs> I can't believe I flubbed that <laughs> immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and I've read it. <laughs> Ten takes and that was the best one. <laughs> I know, right? Look, we're just going to have to stick Look. with this one. Don't tell anyone it's just not live. It. Wait a minute. Why is it normal world and not normal world? It is normal, it's world. normal world. Normal world. Yeah, why is it not normal world? It is normal it's world. It's a normal world. But you said normal world. What did I say? Oh, he's putting the wrong emphasis on the Yeah, you said syllable. normal world instead of normal world. Oh, I talk from the Midwest. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I sound silly. We all sound silly, silly up boy. there. Up in Michigan where we don't say things right. Do you want to pop? <laughs> While you're here, Some get out of here with that pop. <laughs> yes, I'm Fago. We can go to the ICP show, the Juggalo <laughs> Gathering. I heard that was your nickname in high school. It was. The, <laughs> the, the Gathering of the Juggalos is what they used to call me. They used to call me Juggalette Dave. <laughs> Are you down with the clown? Hey, whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop, hey whoop. if you're watching right now and you're not subscribed on Blaze TV, you can subscribe and get 20% off with normal 20 code. Uh, lets them know that. You went there because of us, so we appreciate it. That was a smooth segue. I thought it was. I barely even good. noticed it was a segue. Yeah. Really right into it. Uh, I, I have a segue. Really? Did no. you ride off a cliff like the creative segue? Isn't that the best? Though? Isn't, Isn't he the do that? best? That's no, how he died. The Dean came and died? Right yeah. off the side of a cliff. By riding a segue. No, you're lying. He was I'm like, look how, look how it could stop on a dime. Woo! In his fairness, when you're going that fast, you just got to go and with And in it. his fairness, there were no dimes on that cliff. No. True. That's true. Yeah, they forgot there was a I also like that a guy named Tom Cruise spelled differently has that hover-around chair. He's like, I'm the inventor <laughs> of the hover-around. Tom Cruise, but it's C-R-U-Z. He really tried to make that happen. Yeah. Did you know that Dean Kamen's dad was one of the artists for the old Tales from the Crick comics from the really? 50s? That's awesome. Yep. Dude, those they, are awesome. It means he did something amazing and his kid's dead. And now his kid's oh. in the crypt. I know, right? <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. So sad. Starring my, Dean Kamen. My son's stupid walking stick. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it, guys, real quick with the monologue. <laughs> According to a new intelligence report, the Russian Navy is stocking up on one of the, its best defense weapons against Ukraine. Military-trained dolphins... In response, uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky has requested the U.S. to provide him with $75 billion worth of soda can rings. Oh, those are amazing. I want more of those. It's going to work. The lasers, what, the what, is, what is an intelligent report? <laughs> uh, just anything I Googled. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Ask Jeeves. We do have that, sponsors. Yeah, we have a sponsor. It's Ask Jeeves. <laughs> an intelligent, Thank you. An intelligent report. <laughs> so that he's <laughs> using dolphins. I promise that came from an intelligent report. Yes, we thought about it a long time. In oh sports news, I know everybody here cares a whole lot about it. We do. Uh, LSU won the men's college world series in baseball after a decisive victory over florida uh i think i can speak for everybody here and across the country when i say who and no one gives a shit right yeah language i'm sorry heck shoot darn boom that's gonna make me people mad it will in a series of videos posted to twitter democratic presidential candidate robert f kennedy jr showed off his muscular physique not to be outdone, President Joe Biden showed an intern his shoe that he thought was a telephone. Well, it's just any other day. <laughs> he got smart. In the office. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> <saying. Yes. laughs> I thought it was real, pulled an antenna out of it. And this, <laughs> there's just crap all over it. Was that major? Sir? Major, leave it. Don't do that again. Madonna is intensive care after she was found unresponsive on Saturday. Is that she's true? Been, yeah. 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 She's been fighting an infection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doctors don't know what it is How yet. How could a disease but, uh, get an infection? <laughs> well, <laughs> you've pretty much just taken the joke. There you go. Oh, uh, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. No, you're good. The, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> the joke no, isn't. It's clearly, that is what the, the hypothesis is, is that it is Madonna. Yeah. They came so. in and they were like, it's your face. I don't yeah. know if we have a cure, but I'm guessing we don't. <laughs> We don't need to I, diagnose this. We know. Dude, it's her face. I, I don't understand what happened. Well, I do understand. Age, age will get you. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I'm sorry. She, that's not age. So, no, I'm, I mispronounced people. AIDS. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> It'll get you. Well, I don't know what's going on. Like, she really was stunning at one point. Yeah. No, she wasn't. She was never stunning. A little She bit. was charismatic. Well, that's, that's, stunning? Come on. I mean, a little bit. No. Come on. Stunning. Why are you yeah, on this? I don't know. I have you ever was. seen her in person? Like she's like a five foot. When le- did you see her in person? I think that I, I have never seen her. But the point is, if you saw her without the video stuff, she never looked like jaw dropping. Okay. Maybe at like twenty. When she was chubby with that little beer belly? Oh, yeah. Like in, remember the Pulp Fiction they were talking we about that? We call that attainable yeah, here on the show, that? Michael. Yeah, that's... You just like her because she's from Michigan. Well, she's from the Detroit area. Yeah. She's so I have like to like... Michigan. Well, yeah, but like she also the thinks she's from Britain, so that doesn't help. <laughs> When you change the way you speak and just decide to have an accent because you married Guy Ritchie, yeah. how do you? I hate that about. Oh, I've what just been over that? in England for a bit. No, you're from Detroit. No, no. That? Didn't she actually explicitly say she was taking elocution lessons to talk like that? Yes. Why would you? That's so pretentious. Because she's crazy. That's yeah. so pretentious. Yes. Because she stole little Kim's face. <sighs> just put it right on. I'm and not li- here. And some little girl's adrenochrome. Yes. And now she's wow. getting semen pumped out of her stomach. Oh no, I'm God. sorry. What? That was. I she's in the that ICU, far. guys. She's the show's going to get canceled. Well. I'm sorry for okay. those watching at home. I'm sure she's never swallowed. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. Internal cum unit is that that what ICU stands for in this case? <laughs> Remember that every time a superstar like female would be hospitalized, that was the rumor. You know, no, she, I yeah, stomach got her stomach pumped. You know, all the stuff she swallowed, bro. I heard it. That was at, in high school. Everybody, that was what the rumor. high school did you go to? Every uh, high school in America, because he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about? <laughs> did you hear the rumors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A like, That's what honestly people would say. Like, Lil Kim was in the hospital because she swallowed so many loads, bro. Is that and you'd be like, dude. and then you'd be like, "There's no way," but maybe. <laughs> Do you ever watch the music videos, bro? Dude, I have. I've got so many punchlines right now, and I have to save them for after the show. No, please use them now. I Roll can't. Them. Why? Because we'll get in trouble. <laughs> Let's get in trouble. No, like not the good kind of trouble. Oh, I got you. Oh, I see. Oh, like Roseanne, not good <laughs> trouble. I got. I gave her that joke. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> that she's in trouble for. Yes. Okay, let's talk about this. I, what was the joke that's in that's in question? Okay, so I wrote a book called The New Right, okay. right? And as, right. I'm Jewish. I went to yeshiva. As part of the joke, uh, the joke. As part of the book, I did research into the alt right and the new right. Mm-hmm. But there, as you go further in the book, the people get darker and darker, more removed from the mainstream, right? And at a certain point, I'm talking to actual like neo Nazis or however they yeah. identify racial identitarians. I am probably the only person. I know, I know I'm the only person who is both at Charlottesville and in North Korea. So the interesting thing, and I'm using the word interesting very loosely, is a lot of these people who are Holocaust, I never met a Holocaust denier, I didn't do a lot of investigation, and when you meet them- We just had lunch. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then we had to take you to the hospital. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> your stomach got full, got full or well, something. Well, sir, you said at the beginning, of this and I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah, you're like, excuse <laughs> me, I have to go to the bathroom, and I came back four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so what was insane is that a lot of these neo-Nazis who are Holocaust deniers, they don't deny it happened at all. They just say the numbers are exaggerated. So it's like, wait, wait. So you're saying it was hundreds of thousands, and like that's something. Like it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Still bad. So, but the thing is, they are like the Holocaust didn't happen, but should have. Like, that's their mentality. It's just like they're trying to have wow. it both ways, that Hitler was not really a bad guy, but then he had good goals, so on and so forth. So I told that line to Roseanne, and she thought it was hilarious. She's also Jewish, family Holocaust survivors. Yeah. And so she made that quip on Theo Vaughn's show very sarcastically, yeah. and people took it Do out. Do people of... not know that she's Jewish? Well, let's say they the, don't care. Uh, if it's our don't you true. get it? It's they don't the care. Larry, what was that introductory question. segment? Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy, right? right. Yeah, it's your own joke. Yeah. Let's well, uh, air the clip for the audience, if that's all right. Sure. You can't say that, like. You know, the there election was election. Was rigged or, yeah, right. that's all a lie. The election was not rigged. 36 counties can have 81 million votes, you said, and six million that you're cutting the clip there. Did it okay. cut it off? Was there more than the Yeah, there's a was lot there more. more than the she talks about the Holocaust. <laughs> that, that's the We're going for the Holocaust bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm getting in my ear now that they say uh, oh, we can't say we those actually, words. Yeah, we've been canceled now. We've been so canceled. We oh, okay. well, that was arguing. That was kind so, of arguing. Yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, I see. You guys yeah, are yeah. right on top. Should have yeah, known yeah, yeah. with the nose. How do you yeah. guys run the blaze? <laughs> <laughs> you, got your, you really got your hands in every cookie D Dave, jar. Dave, we're like AIDS. We're everywhere. I know, uh, right? And cured. Well, they tried. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, that was the line. She was making the point that there are things that are uh, unspeakable in right. common culture and some things like Holocaust denial or things regarded as beyond the pale. And she was saying, thanks to YouTube, they were saying that claims about elect the Bidens having more votes than any present history are being treated in the same way as denying a genocide. Right. And she's like, this is, you know, making the point that this is just absolutely crazy to treat these two things as equivalently uh, unspeakable. And then it's like, Roseanne. And then she had the next line about how... Uh, quoting the Nazi right. perspective, like, oh, well, the six million didn't die, but they should have right now. And they took that as her saying it from her own perspective. Do you not understand context and they don't, people saying no things cares. in a character? They, like what? Garrett, they I understand. Know. Know. They don't care. It's so dumb, dude. It's not dumb at all. It's very smart so because it. now everyone's talking about it and enough unintelligent people are forever um. going to have her in their head as a Holocaust denier. And when you bring up, well, she's Jewish and this is a big issue Doesn't for her. Matter. It's water off a duck's back. Unless they hear Don Lemon explain it to them, they do not register like, the information. Give me the download. Yes, exactly. Or else uh, I'm going to continue believing what I believe. Isn't it the perfect candidate too, though? Because you already have this idea that she's this racist because of what happened on her show. Right. Not be on her show, on her Twitter. Well, it was a Twitter, Twitter but yeah, then yeah. the entire show stabbed her in the back. Let's be right. completely honest about that, which yes. I think is extremely sad. Somehow still on the air. I Which don't understand I don't that. Get for the one How daughter. The How the hell do you have an entire show called Roseanne? Then you remove Roseanne. They, they should have called it the Hogan family. Yeah, they really should have. Called, should have called well, it the I just don't like how it's called the Connors. Well, do you know what's even, like, what, do you know what's even funnier is that the part of Peggy Bundy was written for Roseanne. She passed, and they gave to Katie Segal, and Katie Segal replaced her on this Connors show. Yeah, wow. we were talking about that. And Sam yeah. Kennison was supposed to be Al Bundy. Yeah, which I was. I told Roseanne said that she thought Al Bundy was supposed to be her. Like, I don't understand how that would have oh, worked. maybe she was like the lead character yeah. in that show, and they flipped it when yeah. they took Roseanne out. I don't know. That's what she that said. That would explain it, though, for selling women's shoes. Yeah. yeah. It actually would make sense. That makes a lot of sense. Like, that's her, like, Al hates his job. You could very easily Roseanne Barr having that job and, like, being miserable. Yeah. And then the husband, she's like, ugh, leave me alone. I don't want to, you know. And yeah. just, well, yeah, because just roasting every single yeah. comic that, where every single comic, every single fat woman that walked yes. in was the joke. I mean, yeah, that right. really what yeah. it was, was, you know, insulting every customer, hating her life, coming home and hating her children. And do you know what else <laughs> is funny about that show is that the, DV, the, uh, the DVDs don't have the theme song because it's Sinatra and they couldn't get the rights. Oh, really? And it's such really? an iconic theme song, they can't have it on the DVD. DVD oh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's too bad, though. And I think it's it's something that's just going to keep happening with her because they have their they have her as a punching bag. Yeah. So the, I, I don't think that she's ever going to have a mainstream 
Repop reboost, but why would she? Why would it matter? I, I, who cares I, anymore? I disagree. You don't need but a mainstream but, uh, anymore. But there is no mainstream. Well, exactly. I, I dis- a couple of things. First of all, she's the one who knocked the Cosby Show off of number one. Her yeah. show was getting forty million. I love that show. A week. Of we, course. There's nothing. There's no level of fame now other than like let's suppose the president that's comparable to the level of fame she had right. in the eighties. There's no level of nothing. 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 Compare. Say what I mean. Even Cosby, whatever. That changed the way that people looked at race in the 80s, regardless mm-hmm. of how sure. stuff has changed now. If you look at the level of fame people had in the 80s, what is considered a massive bomb in the 80s would be astronomical yes. viewing numbers Correct. today. Because everything's Correct. so disparate now. It's all separated. And Roseanne came in in a time where all the sitcoms were very like tight-knit, very clean-cut families. And her family was a very... It was a mess. It was a mess she all was, the time. She, they didn't put, like, a whore paint on her. She was, like, right. a slob on that show. You know, they right. dressed down, but she was like, look, it's a busy mom. She's not going to have these contoured cheekbones yeah, and so and on and so forth. That's why it's so relatable. But I will point this out. Her new podcast just dropped, and Amazon podcast promoted it. So Good. Th- something that I think conservatives don't appreciate, because conservatives are really kind of invested in being punching bags, yeah. is Cancel culture is not what it was three or four years ago. People are getting uncanceled. She's not, if Amazon's promoting her, yeah. if Theo Vaughn has her on, oh, yeah. Rogan has her all the time, people are not being as made as radioactive. Yeah. As Now, it's not, I'm not saying it's nothing. Calm down, guys. I'm not saying it has vanished. I'm just saying compared to what it was three or four years ago, and a large part of this is thanks to Elon. Because if you have one outlet where people are kind of uncancelable for the most part, it kind of puts the pressure on the others to be like, well, if we try to cancel them, it's not really going to work. So what's the point? Right. Well, I think it's also because something that was mainstream and popular is now reversing to where everybody else is kind of tired of it and has created their own yes. things like yeah, we're absolutely. sitting at right now. That's slowly going to become the mainstream if it isn't already. Yes. So they're still going to be loud and try to make noise and try to get her to be quiet. But the reality is, is uh, Joe Rogan's show that she's on is far more relevant than mm-hmm. the Connors. Yes. Nobody right. sits down and was like, did you watch the Connors? Well, I was actually really, so good. really kind of, uh, I would say enraged because there was a very famous iconic episode of Roseanne where Roseanne and Dan found weed that they had like in some shirt from high school and they smoked it. And it was yeah. this kind of a big deal that ABC was running this. Right. Yeah. And I was just looking at Roseanne Connors clips on YouTube and there was an episode where Dan took too many edibles. And I'm like, this is literally the same plot. Yeah, like it's, it's one thing to be like rebooting a show, but to be recycling the identical plot. Have you no shame, sir? Yeah. Yeah, and there's. I, I'd like to also see them recycle the one where they won the lottery and killed Dan because uh, yeah. her and Tom were doing so much <laughs> cocaine. They just wanted to. Like, it was the most absurd recycle. season of television. Look, Tom was long gone by then. Was he long gone for yes, that season? Yes. That was the worst episode of television, just because there was way too much drugs. Worst going on. episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. That was. And I mean that. And I mean episode. that as a fan. But I, I miss these special episodes yeah. of uh, well, every, that one. Was every a, show that was just a special season. Every show had that special episode that you know it would be a drug episode or a gun episode. Well, Fresh I, Prince especially did like eight small, of them. small wonder too. Oh yeah, there was a very special episode. Yeah, he made two robots and didn't <laughs> leave his room. No, there was Vanessa. Together. Vanessa was the bad robot. Oh yeah, oh, it was like a evil. They did yeah. that in Star Trek too. Yeah, he wouldn't. She wouldn't blow him. <laughs> she Dave, said, she said no. Lord. What? Can't we can beep, no that, beep that out. Okay. Um, don't bleep that out. I, my favorite special episode ever was Elf. And on it, he got addicted to cotton because it turned out it made him high. So he's up all night and he's singing like New York, New York and dancing the puppet, which I love because the show's written by Jerry Stahl, who at the time is a heroin addict. Right. So you have Elf, <laughs> the, you know, the cat eating alien up all night high. So the next morning, Elf wakes up and they're... There's the most serious talking to he gets from the dad on the show about addiction, who, by the way, the dad is secretly addicted to crack and black dudes. <laughs> so the dad is giving Elf this serious, like, what an actor. you don't understand the problems with addiction. And Elf turns around and sneaks out of a bottle of aspirin, the cotton, and puts it in his mouth to eat. And the dad just loses his mind on the puppet. It is. And the first time I saw it, I was on so much acid. <laughs> <laughs> that it just took me to another place where I was like, I can't believe this exists. I can't Whoa. believe I have an opportunity to tell my behind-the-scenes Alf story. Please tell me. Which Go. I which I do have, and I, I I don't know that I could tell who told it to me. Um, but basically, this person was an, an actor on a couple of episodes of Alf, and you were not allowed to address Alf as a puppet. 
and you had to look at the Alf and not the puppeteer. And there was one scene, I'm not making <laughs> oh, any of this like up. Oh, like you had to adjust it like he was real, yes. like he was a real yes. person. Yes, and there was one scene where the, the dad and the daughter and the mom, they're trying to figure out the joke. Would be funny if I had the punchline, whatever. The dad loses it. And starts screaming, "We're all the puppet! We're all the puppet!" I'm not making. I swear, hand to God, I'm making this up. And then my the guy I know turns to the director and he's like, "Is it always like this?" And he goes, "Yeah, yes, every time. <laughs> They're all second banana." Or, or, or no, or, or he goes, "No, I don't remember which one it was." They're both very funny. I've, yeah. Have you read Equally. Permanent Midnight? What's that? No, I never heard of it. It's it's by Jerry Stahl, who was the writer of Elf, yeah. and it's just a fantastic book about just this junkie. And he's a great author, and you know, obviously. In recovery now but who wrote the show and just like coming up with the ideas and it's just like you shoot it in your arm and it's like i think i have an idea for today's uh <laughs> that explains alf completely oh of course i mean it wasn't created by him but it was but uh, easily put together by him yeah. after you know yeah, it a makes good, a lot of them yeah that's uh, that seems completely accurate though well we're all the puppet we're all the puppet <laughs> we're all the puppet i love that you can't like the puppet's gonna complain you looked it in the eye <laughs> no you have to look the puppet in the eye so you, or have you, to, had you to. can't you look at the puppeteer it. oh i thought it was the like opposite of the neil diamond no thing. no you have to look at the puppet <laughs> in, the eye. in the eye yeah 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 i'm real oh i missed that show it's it was not good no, it, no, it wasn't. It, there but, was parts but again, of it massive hit. Entertaining. All I can remember but there was is like Mrs. Four There was four channels back then. Five. It, it ate cats. No, four. You're right. It was four. It was four. It was four channels. So like everybody watched those four channels. No, so he everything wanted, blew up. He wanted to eat cats. Yeah, they wouldn't let but him. But he wasn't yeah. allowed to eat yeah. the cats. But when he ate pillows, he got high <laughs> on the <laughs> Stuff was good, dude. Speaking <laughs> of high, the United Nations recently warned that poor people... Uh, lack access to opioids. The UN's World Drug Report says 86% of the world's population has too little access to pharmaceutical opioids, which brings us to our half-ass top 10. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Farts are funny. They always work. Always. Never not funny. Number six, Garrett. Uh, relief Mountain Dew. Number five, medicinal cigarettes for children. Number four, Mike. Where I don't have a teleprompter. We'll go to me then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there. <laughs> Bakabasi boys for American soldiers. <laughs> Number three, human trafficking. Number two, this guy showing up. <laughs> no, not that guy. No, you got oh, to show is the picture. Me? There he oh, is. Okay. Remember that guy? Third world <laughs> great, Santa Claus. For a price of a cup of coffee a day, we can try to get some of the flies off your face. Do you know why the flies are on the faces? I what? don't. Uh, I learned this from a North Korean refugee. Don't tell me. Don't tell me they did something. Flies know when you're about to die. So what? they go to the anus and the mouth. Really? Yep. That's the flies are the first so to sad. know. That so, would explain the buzzing sounds when I go to bed. This, so that kills this segment. What's number <laughs> one? So I was say, you guys are, it's top 10 things the UN thinks poor people need more of. And what was oh, I didn't one? even announce no, it? No, it's okay. Though. Either way. We'll number, one, post. Yeah. number one. Number yeah. one. Yeah. Let me do it. Yeah. Number one. Mike. Pointless wars. There Yay. you go. And if we could just add this. Top 10 pointless things. Wait, what is it? The UN thinks poor people need more of. <laughs> Top 10 pointless things the UN thinks people need more of. Truly uh, half-assed. Half-assed. Top yeah, 10. that was that. <laughs> Well, it, I didn't half-assed. see it written in there, so it was. Well, <laughs> don't. Well, hey, don't. Was that lip? Sarah Gonzalez is spinning her grave. Yes, well. I think it was just fine. Thank you. Well, um, nobody said I was an English major. Just uh, a major. We're all dumb here. Yesterday, I actually went to Dallas. Did you? Yeah, I went to Dallas. It was what do you mean you went to Dallas? I went down downtown Dallas because oh, okay. this is in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. We like to have fun here. Yeah, we like to have a little fun. And I have a challenge. <laughs> and I went and found some contestants. So please. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, roll the clip. Today, we're in the beautiful city of Dallas, downtown at the Clyde Warren Park. We're going to play the $100 challenge where we offer contestants $100 or a physical feat. We offer them physical feat. Not physical feat, because that would be weird. Like severed feet would be weird. No, like a feat of strength. Or 
uh, what you will see what our challenge is. Can we get more slack on this cable, please? More slack? More slack. Thank you. It's a little toasty out here, but we do it for you. Can I have less slack, please? I want a little tighter. Is it possible to get like a wireless? Thought we had the budget for that. Would you be interested in doing a challenge? We got one. Today, we are performing the $100 challenge. We give you $100. Or, hold on, or don't take it first, let me get to the rest. Or you can drink this glass of lemonade. with glass in Okay, one more time. $100 to you, or you drink this glass of lemonade with glass in it. The 100? You're gonna take the 100. That was so easy, that happened too fast. Are you sure you don't wanna drink the, the glass? I'm positive. We may need to rework this whole challenge. Uh, I lost my $100 bill. Okay, uh, well, here's the $100 the IOU, uh, as in IOU $100. With glass in it? With glass in it. I think I'd like to take the $100. Are you sure? The glass is very high quality glass. <laughs> very high quality glass. I mean, it is a, it's a tough thought. Listen to that. <laughs> is there anything that I get for drinking the lemonade with glass? Just, the, I mean, just the prestigious honor of drinking a glass full of glass. <laughs> I think I'd take the hundred dollars. Dang it, again. Oh, fine. What happened to it? Okay, well, the, here is, $100. Thank you. That is worth $100 if you can catch me. <laughs> He's gonna catch me! <laughs> Angel, this doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, I... People, they keep taking the $100. They don't do the, they don't drink the glass of water. It doesn't make any sense. I just saw it on the internet and I thought that it made sense. It's not funny. Like, I, usually they do it the other way around. It's like, yeah. hey, you gotta drink the glass of water and then I give you $100. But this is what Dave pitched for you. Dave wrote this? Why isn't he out here? I'm out here, it's hot as hell. He's doing the Lazy Boy reviews. What, he, he's reviewing Lazy Boys? Yeah, in an air-conditioned room right now. We can hear you talking Stop listening, take the headphones off. All right, don't, there's a pole there, don't get the slack. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm so sweaty. Dude, dude, the slack, the slack, you gotta Sorry. keep, it's not wireless, Sorry. dude. This isn't even a handkerchief. This is like a napkin. It's coming apart. Dude, I'm like legit gonna pass out here. Let's get one more, okay. I gotta take a break. Yo, it's hot. This is a bad idea. Turtleneck was a bad idea. It's salt, it's all salt to mine. Sweat salt. Feels so good. Feel like a fried egg. I still got a tape. I'm gonna do a show today. No, no, it's okay. Don't help me. It's okay. It's. Next time, wireless, all right? Wireless mic. Thank you, Angela, for getting me out here. Would you be interested in doing a challenge for the internet? Sure. Hey, all right. What kind of challenge is that? Oh, it's the best challenge on the internet. It's the $100 challenge. I love $100. Everybody does, but you know what people love more than $100? what I'm gonna give you an option for. Okay. So, okay, so the challenge is, you get 
You get. Couldn't you have blocked these streets off while we're doing this? I thought we had a budget. I know. So you get a choice between $100. $100 is pretty good, but you get a choice to drink this glass of lemonade. Okay. With glass in it. Okay. It's got glass in it. There's glass in it. Okay. $100, don't hold. Or this glass of lemonade with glass in it. A hundred dollars sounds better than glass with lemon. Dude, could you could you pretend to say that you want to drink the glass of water? Okay. Okay. Hundred dollars or this glass of lemonade with glass in it. This is a tough one. Sophia, what, what should I do? They're contemplating. Just phone a friend. I'm gonna pick the lemonade with glass in it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, we didn't have like a waiver or anything to sign, so it's all up to you. You know, all medical bills will be paid for uh, by you yourself. But great story. All right, go. I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> Here's a hundred dollars. Whatever. Yeah! yeah! This was stupid. I hated every second of it. Goodbye. I subscribe to Normal World. Woo! Did you get that on film? Subscribe to Normal World on youtube.com slash normal world. Yeah! Yeah. That's what we do it for, just the one person, all right? That's all we do. Because we care about you. And I got to tell you, tomorrow my Lazy Boy view uh, review will come in, and uh, some of them were a little bouncy. Do you know what's even funnier is that you spelled Lazy Boy like the person, not the, not the recliner. We They told us to not do it. Is that Because yeah. it sounds like you're reviewing children. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, we'll see tomorrow <laughs> what I was bouncy. reviewing. Because they're bouncy, <laughs> huh? Yeah. On your lap? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. They don't I, like you saying that. It was things. a Santa thing. My, my yard has never looked better. All right, so... <laughs> I do have some questions, though, for you, Michael. Uh, in case the audience doesn't know, but I'm sure they know who you are. Where were you born? <laughs> Am I being detained, officer? Yes. The just, hell just tell me, yours? where were you born? Do Look, you have, I don't know where you came from. Show me your papers, I need to know. Mike. <laughs> I like getting deported. Is this what this is all about? It's, yeah. it's past due. It's a sting. It's past yeah. due. I was born in Lvov, Ukraine. Yeah, and because you've dealt with a lot of this stuff and seen actual, you know, whores kind of your entire life and growing up with it, like... Did he say whores? I have not seen. What horrors have I seen? Well, not that you've seen horrors, but you grew up under communism. I came horrors. here when I was two. Horrors. You have relatives? I do. They're here. Were they there, though? They were. So you have a mixed bag. I don't know if it's <laughs> mixed. What does that mean? Well, some people grew up under communism. No, we, we some all here, grew up. They, all the family was in the USSR, and now we're all out of the USSR. Right. And the USSR doesn't exist anymore, obviously. Well, yeah. Yes. Is that true? Or does it? <laughs> I was just listening to a Beatles song. Someone should tell Rack them. Uh, but right now, honestly, with questions going on, I just have so curious of some of your takes on uh, Russia, Ukraine. I have no idea. Okay. Can you just try for me? Yeah. I've got no idea about any of the Ukraine stuff at all. I get and you were this, born there. I so. get asked this a lot. It's not like when you're born in a country you get a download like, are you I, sure i'm really sure and i think that all the information out in the news by necessity is propaganda because putin is watching and so is Zelensky. so you have to give out misinformation right because you don't right. want your enemy to have an honest appreciation okay. of what the situation is on the ground what about the coop and also the fact of the matter is we have no idea, none of us, what pressures Biden and Zelensky and Putin are from various sources. And look at the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis that JFK mm -hmm. had to go through in the 60s. Like only years later was it found out that he basically, you know, cut a deal with Khrushchev and he was allowed to talk about his part. Khrushchev wasn't allowed to talk about his part. So a lot of this stuff goes on behind the scenes that we're never privy to. That's true. Um, well, I mean, JFK at least ended well, so I don't think there yeah. was anything... You, you mean the presidency? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, ended I, correctly. I've yeah. got another Dallas challenge actually related to that. Is it back into the left? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's how I give directions. I call it the magic bullet. When someone's like, how do you get here? I go, you go back to the left. I want to, I want to go to that spot and do a boomerang. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did go to that spot though, just cause I did want to see it when I first got there. I have like a list of like my 10 favorite tweets. And one of them is, I'm a, I don't remember, I don't remember the guy's name, apologies. I'm a JFK truther. I don't think there was any gunman. I think his head just did that. 
<laughs> I'm like, wow, that is amazing. My other that favorite is one is chef's let's, kiss on the other one is like, let's be honest. If Big Bird were real, we'd kill him immediately. Oh, <laughs> terrifying! Sure. Terrifying. You, what about the Delicious hamburger? <laughs> the hamburger? Yeah. What, what about just, Grimace? Yeah, Grimace. Is it's a, Grimace's that, birthday. Do you know? Yeah, it's his birthday. But if a big purple thing came at you like that, it's also Grimace used to be a villain. He used to have four hands. Yeah, we were, we were talking, talking about, about that. that. And now they're celebrating his birthday with a shake for Pride Month. And do you know who's He's birth- still a villain? And do you know whose birthday it is today? His birthday. Roseanne Barr's son Jake. So happy oh, birthday, happy Jake! Birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jake! Yeah, happy birthday! This is the man who's causing all the flack. Yeah. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> Look, I'm laughing like her in the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it's Give sad. me that pizza. <laughs> it's just sad that John Goodman, I think, is, of all people, walked away from the show. Have you seen what he looks like yeah. now? He looks like FDR's corpse. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. He's deflated. I just don't yeah. think fat people should become. I'm sorry, obese people, and I speak for, speak as one. Yes, yes. Um, should become that thin. Because you just look like somebody who was once very overweight. Look at Star Jones. Yeah. 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 Al Roker. Yeah, you just look like it somebody looks- where you're like, where's all your uh, fat? Brush Limbaugh. Look how much yeah. weight he's lost. Yeah. Adele. I mean, especially now. <laughs> yeah. But looking good. Trim. Yeah. yeah Adele, gross, Adele looks all right. She actually does fit the look. She does look like yeah. somebody who overate because so many boys left. Yeah. But now she's comfortably but now married. She's like, I got that money. Who? Hello? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's I'm me. Skinny. What's that noise? Is there fart music? We uh, have a, we have a no, frog actually I, behind I my have chair. A, I have a disease from alcoholism oh, called Barrett's esophagus. <laughs> trying to and every frog. now and then it just pops up. And I deliberately have not drank in anything with bubbles in it today. And it still decided to flare. <laughs> Cool. So I every now and then, the gut. my guest host just comes in and is like, you are an alcoholic. What an odd way of saying monkey pox. <laughs> I know, right? Well, yeah. it's my was... fault for kneeling in a glory hole all last night, but oh my God. daddy's got to earn his quarters. What is going on at the blaze? Good Lord. What? What do you mean? What's Listen, not going on some at the of us have to earn a living. <laughs> have you seen that Alex Stein show? Crazy. Yeah, this is hardly... He's yeah, on a this spaceship. Is tame. It's even one eighteenth of that gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he's vegan. Well, well, is he vegan or, or vegetarian? One of them, yeah. I didn't is know that, that true? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Not joking. Didn't know. Wow, happy pride. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Well, it's a whole month of. I can't ever trust him again. Did you see the videos of the uh, pride parade where they're saying you're coming for our children? We're coming yeah. for your children. Did you see I ratioed NBC News? You did. No. Did you really? Yeah, because they. Point. The, NBC News had a tweet that said, according to experts, uh, they've been chanting this for they've been chanting for years that we're coming for your kids. And I just put asterisk coming, C U M M I N G. And then uh, my friend Amanda, she replied. She goes, "The claim that like we've been doing this for years and you've only just noticed isn't really a defense. That's not a defense N- at, not all. at all. Also, yeah, just because you changed on to four doesn't make yeah. it better. Yeah. No." Disgusting. It really is messed up, though, that that's... Well, and George well, Takai defended it. But they're trolling. Of course he did. It's George yeah. Takai. They are well, trolling. of course they're trolling. But yeah. It's not of course. I think a lot of people think, look, they're admitting it. It's like they're effing with you. Yeah, I think that, that was the whole up. song that, that they did in uh, San Francisco, right. San Francisco Choir. They did that, We're Coming for Your Kids. It's just not a good look, and I don't think parents appreciate it. It's not really a joke. Well, it's it like is a g- they're trying to get the parents upset. That's the point of trolling, right. and they're being successful at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just think involving kids though, you're gonna you are going to piss off the right people. Yeah. It's very easy. Yeah, it's yeah. really easy to upset people when you mess with their kids. Yeah. I, yeah. Is your goal to get punched in the face? Is but that I mean the that's goal? kind of your goal to get hurt. I don't think they're really getting they think they're protected class. No one's punching these people in the face. No, I don't see it. But yeah. I'm saying that you could rile up the wrong person. That's the thing, that's is what that I worry they pretend about. that it, they are such like a a a class of people that are getting attacked, but they never do get attacked. Like, I would feel like there would be more attack videos if that was the case. Well, there's that's different ways the to we, attack people yes. now. Yeah. How you know? is that? Just questioning their No, I mean, like, moral the, like, with cancel culture stuff and, like, you know, coming for people online, like, making them seem like they're hateful and bigots and things like that. You mm. don't have to punch somebody in the face anymore to come for someone. I can't punch people in the face, so. Why is that? Hmm? Why is that? Limp wrists. Ah. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't work. Heavy just pride. Not, yeah. <laughs> It looks it's just bad. Yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> Two people squaring off with limp wrists. Just a silly duel. <laughs> well, what's, is that your take on all of it, though? Really, that you think it's sort of just a, a trans troll? 
It's not a trans. It's a gay troll. Gay they, troll, they're really. Yeah. Really clearly, tro- it's worked yeah. phenomenally as a troll. But at the same time, it's kind of like when you're half joking and you're, you know, how it is. Like how when you're talking to someone and they make these like racial jokes and yeah. they're kind of feeling you out to be like, oh, yeah. can I drop the mask? Like so this whole a, episode. Yeah, obviously. So there's also a element of like, yeah, they're <laughs> screwing with you. Like we're coming for your kids. Ha ha. Yeah. Like look, we're upsetting like the right or whoever. But there's an element of it, it's like, well, this isn't all just jokes because. Because if you look at the stuff that, that teach kindergartners and yeah. uh, all these other things, it's completely inappropriate. The things that these drag shows, it's just yeah. very inappropriate for kids. And they know that the kids are there. Well, of course. I mean, that's why they're being invited. But I mean, the same as when I get into like an Uber, I feel like, you know, uh, or whatever, Lyft. I don't know if we're allowed to say names. <laughs> Car services. <laughs> and you get in and the Ride guy's... share. Yeah. The guy's yeah, like, yeah. boy, I'm not saying Trump was the best president. And I'm like, I swore I hit quiet ride. <laughs> You're not paying Please. for the XL. You no, don't you, get that. No. You don't get the quiet ride option, oh, Lando. Son, I will go Who into do you think de- you are, Glenn Beck? <laughs> <laughs> I will go into debt for the quiet ride. <laughs> that is how valuable that is to me, that this guy doesn't speak with me. I'm not saying that I'm better than him, but I am. Just don't want to talk to you. Well, I just don't. I don't want to do this. No. Yeah, I'm like, I want to look talk, at my I phone. You're a driver. It's nothing against you. I get paid to talk. I'm not doing it for free. Right. <laughs> don't yeah. you know who I am? Yeah. I'm the head of Normal World. Right. Cost me a 20. <laughs> this is <laughs> my show. Our show. You should be paying me to be in your car. Yeah. Just drive your car and stop being like, listen, I'm not saying I'm a climate denier. And I'm like, look, I... Uh, I don't want to do this. Stop talking. Look, let's leave work at my work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. <sighs> so you do have a new book out, though, which I'm very excited about. And okay. I actually read. Oh, cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Because I didn't actually realize how far, uh, well, communism in one way and also just propaganda went back into Hollywood to the very roots of it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I wrote it is there's this idea in conservative circles, which is really drives me kind of crazy. They live in this kind of childlike perpetual present where things started getting bad 30 years ago and it's always 30 years ago. And it's like in the nineties, it was the sixties and now it's, oh, things are good until the nineties. And it's just like, no, it's everyone. I mean, conservatives who understand their history know it's a very obvious example that Nancy Davis, later Nancy Reagan, met Ronald Reagan because there was another Nancy Davis in Hollywood who was a communist and she wanted to clear her name. So even they understand that in like 30s and 40s, they were communists, but they still insist that they were all conservatives until 30 years ago. And it's like, this has been going on for a century. This conservative lie that the left seized these institutions, like they built these institutions. They've been running them from the beginning. For a long time. So this claim that we're going to take Hollywood back, Hollywood back from what, the Stalinist? Like, what are you talking about? That's what I found so bizarre because even like I started learning film, like right out of high school, right into college, and none of that was taught at all that I read in your book. I was actually pretty surprised by it. Oh, of course. Because you almost look at it through that entire liberal angle of what a lot of, you know, conservatives hold valuable now. So, and you look at what, I guess what a lot of Americans hold valuable now, I should say. So to actually see how deeply seated it was from the get go. I found it to be really disturbing. Well, actually. I think like originally the propaganda was just not as hard as it is now. I think a lot of people have woken up to that. Well, Maybe that's why they feel be, like but that. You'd be surprised how much it was in there. I'm really? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. But the propaganda wasn't necessarily communism's great. It was very subtly undermining things that right. are pro That's what I mean. It's like it's it was slowly kind of getting in and yes. it wasn't so overt like it is today. And I think a lot of people now, they see it so much and they're like, whoa, it, this is everywhere. So it feels like... Hollywood's being taken over because it's changing so much. Yeah, I mean, the way you wrote it was more creating a normalcy or something to get used to sort of over time. Yeah. And it's extremely successful. And that's what I find kind of scary about it. Turning the pot up on that. Yes, on the, the frog. frog. Yes, that, that's exactly how they work. So, I mean, people who think, again, Americans have this idea that, you know, propaganda is beats you over the head. Right. It's much more sinister and pernicious. I'll give you a very obvious example of this is something that's central to leftism. I think everyone here understands that a lot of times people are bad. People knowingly, consciously choose to do the wrong thing. They will choose to cheat on their wife. They will choose to, you know, if they got a meeting, they're going to go do drugs or, you know, have an affair or or just, you know, just do the steal when they could get away with it. And you never see that in really in um, uh, TV. Like people don't consciously do the wrong thing unless they're like pure evil, unless they're the villain. But right. a lot of times, just regular people, like the guy at the post office who has your medicine, doesn't want to give it to you because the 
you know, the address on your driver's license doesn't exactly match this. And he's getting off that little sense of power. That to me is evil. But you don't really see that in movies because the idea is like on TV because people are basically good. And that is another example, in my view, of propaganda where it puts forth the idea that only evil people do evil things. It's like, well, there's very few like really evil people. But the kind of evil that happens on a day to day basis, as was exemplified during COVID, where like people felt comfortable yeah. doing just absolutely reprehensible things to their countrymen and then bragging about it in social media. That's the kind of thing you don't really see in uh, Hollywood fiction. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with you more. And that is something that really did bother me about COVID was it kind of exposed. Well, I shouldn't say kind of. It did expose yes. people in their true nature, which was not only good and bad, but sort of this extremely layered being that's capable of doing both. Yeah. And that's really what freaks me out yeah. about today, because I think it just showed from that time to now how willing people were to hurt others yes. for, for pure willing, joy. De- desperate. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the, so disturbing about that. Was, people could be so... And I thought before that it was like, most people are polite to each other and open the door, say thank you and not. And then they just turn into monsters. People that will come up to you and have a, a like this happened to my wife. Of course I wasn't there because it never happens when I was there. He, he had a mask on, walked up to her at the store and she wasn't wearing a mask and he took it off and said, you don't care about me? And she was like, what are you talking about? You, you're not wearing a mask. You don't care about my life? It's like, you are coming into my space. So yeah, it's like the, the delusional answers, yes. of that. So, yeah, I don't care. What about yeah, my friend Derek has a joke about that because he's like, he's, he's like, I'm buying whiskey and shit. He's like, you don't care about my life. He's like, I don't care about my life. Why would I care? <laughs> what do you think? There, one of the things that was disturbing to me when I was writing the book was they, this journalist Anna Funder. She wrote a book called Stasi Land, and she talked to a recruiter for the secret police, the Stasi in East Germany, and I think it was like some huge percentage of population were Stasi informants. And I had been even under the impression that in these countries, it's like they bring you in. You know, and you're you're being arrested. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you got to give me eight names, or we're gonna you know take out you and your family. And I'm gonna drop Dave's Dave, Dave Landau, Glenn Beck, Stu Berger. It's like, great. I, like, I'll name whoever. I'll do what I need to do to get the heck out of here. And he's like, that's not what happened. These people were like lonely or bored. We didn't have to pressure them. They were banging down our door, and some of them just wanted someone to talk to, and it made them feel good to have something over other people. And COVID, it was hard for us as Americans, I think, to wrap our heads around that. And then when COVID happens, you see, oh, this is spot on. America's yeah. not magic. There are so many people who are desperate to turn in their their uh, their, their neighbor and not only just and be proud of themselves for it. Not like, okay, I was pressured. It's them or me. I got to pick me. Well, but and willing to fold, and I'm not even saying it like the Holocaust or anything like that, but if you look at the comparison, pretending a group is diseased, oh yeah, when they divided Mm -hmm. a country in half, where you had to pretend, I mean, and doing things that made no sense. I mean, I had a friend who, you know, almost lost his restaurant while you're building a restaurant outside, then they go, oh, look, you can't eat on your patio without it being covered. So I have to cover my fake restaurant I built outside. Well, my, fr- my like, friends, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, please. No, I was gonna say my my, uh, my friend, my good friend Gary at Neurotic, his wife had a salon in San Francisco, and they came in and shut her entire salon down. She was doing great. It was like finally she had a, a, a great salon, and they came and shut it down that same week or the week after that. You had Nancy Pelosi getting a blowout. Oh yeah. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? So you get to have a have your own little blowout, but I can't have a business. It's, it's fucking so dark. Well, and that's what bothered so many people in Michigan, which is why I'm surprised about the re-election of Gretchen Whitmer, is because you have, you know, on tape, yeah. her husband calling up and saying, I'd like to get my boat out. And they're like, well, we can't. There's there's laws put in by our government. And it's like, well, what if I told you uh, I was the uh, husband to the governor? And it's like, well, then I would tell you you're never allowed to bring your boat here. And it just showed the corruption where it's like, so you mm-hmm. don't believe what you're pushing on other people and you don't mind the fact that you're hurting other people. And that's what bothers me so much is it all turns into personal gain for somebody else. Yeah. That's not a benefit of a society. That's just hurting others and, and, and letting people suffer. And that's why I, and I've talked to you about it. I have zero trust in government. None. Yeah. And, and, and the last few years have taught me that. And then reading your book, I, I mean, it just... It, it it's it's disheartening, but it at least shows that, you know, I, I my feelings aren't wrong. Oh, do you think that we were always like this? It was yes. just under the surface. Yes, of course. Human Absolutely. beings have like, always been like this. Yeah. 
If you look at like what I always tell people, if they ask me, if you want to understand how people work, the best show is to watch The Dog Whisperer. Humans and dogs co-evolved. The psychology is very mm. similar. So if you train a dog to attack whoever comes at the door, it's not thinking. It's just like, is it wrong to do this? It just knows I'm going to get rewarded if I do this action. And human beings, if they're like, all right, I'm low status. The only thing I can offer is to be obedient. They're yeah. not going to think of the consequences. They just want their patent. They want their uh, treat and a pat in the head. Especially now when their treat is a dopamine hit from the yes. internet. Yeah, exactly. Now they get to be on TV. They get to be someone right. important. They get they feel like that guy with the Stasi. They get to feel like they have something to hold over somebody else. So automatically they're at the bottom, right? And it's Absolutely. not just the government going, you you did a good job. It's, it's the everybody news. on it's the, the media. News. Yep. It's the media. Karen, it's the actors. It's all of those. Karen. Things. You did a good job. Yep. Look at Thank you. Thank you for keeping my grandma yep. safe. Yep. It's insane. Well, Michael, it's thank perfectly you. sane. Well, yeah, for the that's well, scary for what it. they're doing for them. Yeah. Yes, it actually it makes perfect sense. That's what's scary about it. Is like we we thought we lived in a a society. No, we that was Who's we? Well, you know, me. Uh, and then we found out that we didn't. We There's lived no in a society way, of people that you. are just crazy. Hmm? They're not crazy. They're perfectly dogs aren't crazy. They follow a logic. Hmm. No, it's true. There's yeah, and sadly. We just ran out of time. Oh, oh no. Which, Mike, thank you so much for coming. I want you to come back, and we have a wonderful sketch coming out uh, that we shot earlier today. <laughs> I think you guys are going to enjoy it. But please check out Michael's books. They're all great. Dear Reader, The New Right, The Anarchist Handbook, which I think I need to read. That one I have not, I, yeah, but I think, I, think yeah. I need to. I'll give you a copy. Please. You have to buy yes. one, Garrett. I will buy one. <laughs> it's because I'm black. The White Pill, which yes. I have read, very much enjoyed. And especially if you're into uh, movies, I realize it's not necessarily movies book but i think it's very very important that you read it and uh tune into your welcome or uh on youtube and when uh and wherever you can get podcasts it's on everywhere you get podcasts yes of course right? yes okay i just want to make sure iTunes. i didn't know if it was banned from anywhere yes, amazon podcast yes ma'am uh, <laughs> wait what the fuck <laughs> he her this is my show zeezer and if you want to catch me i'll be at big l's in emily minnesota this weekend july 1st i'll be at the comedy zone in jacksonville florida july 14th and 15th and then the funny bone in columbus Ohio, July 21 and 22. And you can catch me on my channel, my personal channel, and Friday Night Tights on Nerdrotic Channel and Adam Krigler's channel on Base Staff Mondays. Oh, Adam's Check great. Adam's awesome. We got to get him on the show sometime. Yeah, that's true. And then you can join us tomorrow night. We will be back with Matt McClowery mm. and another special guest, I believe. Ooh. So uh, we will see. We'll see you tomorrow night, There's 10, 9 people. Central. Join us right here, Blaze TV, Normal World. Thank you all for uh, joining us. Normal Already. World. Bye. <laughs>